you may or may not be able to find me on TikTok under the same thing. I'm a little embarrassed about that. Hi there, I'm Greg Flynn, and this is The Bind, a podcast for men and the people that love them. It's all about helping men untangle the beliefs and behaviors that keep us stuck, stressed, and in shame. You can't do this alone, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's dive in. not going to lie, it has been one heck of a week. <laughs> it's really been a full week. I, last week, did this um, event with my friend Christian, where I spoke a little bit about my work, and he read some poetry, and we kind of had a conversation, and we had a little bit of a conversation with the group that showed up, and which was actually turned out to be almost all men, which was really amazing. And I'm actually hoping, I haven't had a chance to actually listen to the recording yet, but I'm hoping to be able to edit that into a um, an episode here soon. So maybe stay tuned for that. Hopefully it will work out. And then I took off for a few days with my men's group that's been meeting regularly since the beginning of the pandemic. And we spent and you say we were together for four days not full four days but you know how it is um three full three nights two full solid days of like intense work and man was it powerful i gotta say getting a group that has been together uh that has been meeting regularly weekly committed getting to know each other leaning in taking the risks super powerful. Um, we are, uh, we, 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 we went to a whole new level and it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And where we, where we left, it was an excitement to bring in some new energy. And I know that there are a couple of guys who may be joining the group and maybe we have a couple more spots if you're interested. It was really powerful conversation, um, around the group and the future of the group and the desire for the group to live on, um, even beyond the men who are in it now as they recognize like maybe step out sometime, you know, who knows life happens, but for now they're so committed and the things that they opened up in themselves was just incredible. Like just swimming in that. And then I came back from that and went to a concert that night, like a bit of a crazy person. And then the next day we had our Seattle men's circle group, um, and so that was last night. Um, and that was another great group. It was just about a capacity and really another group of guys who this is a group that isn't actually a closed circle. It's a group of guys that are, it's a drop in space, right? So people come in and then they, you know, so we had some new guys there. We had a, some returning guys there. And it's just always amazing to see what happens when when folks come together and make a commitment. So to, to the commitment to diving into their work, it, it's just really cool. And, you know, and I think part of that is these agreements that, that we're using. So my friend Jordan and I are, are working on this stuff. And what I'll probably do is ask him to come in and we'll talk about the agreements at some point that we're using. 
they really help, you know, and they help make the the space um, a kind of space where guys can lean in and maybe say some things that they that they wouldn't otherwise say. So that's kind of where I'm where you're finding me now is on the heels of all of that. So my my in some ways my energy and capacity is pretty low. In some ways I'm super pumped up. I'm super excited. I definitely am like <laughs> kind of a mix of swirling of things. And and that you know I I'd actually considered not recording this week. I re- considered just skipping it and giving myself a break. But then I I had a thought as I was feeling all these feels that are coming through me based from this last week and probably from more. And that thought was one of the things that comes up in these groups a lot, which is the tendency to just kind of want to move past it, move past what's coming up for us, move past the feeling, you know, to feel better, to just kind of like get on with it, get on with life. I was talking about this last night in our group about this cultural pressure to make us feel good, to feel better. Like, I think, I think Barbara Ehrenreich is the one who wrote a book called Bright Sided, which is all about this, this whole idea of like, you know, it's okay, like, move on, like, you're good, like, you got this, which I get, like, there's an element of that I understand, and I especially understand it in the cultural context of like, feel good, feel good, feel good. And I'm not saying that we should just do the opposite of that and feel bad, feel bad, feel bad. Not at all. What I'm saying is there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more to life than that. I think I've talked a little bit about this before, but like there's this idea, I don't remember where I first heard it, but this idea that the capacity for feeling happy and joy and pleasure is in direct proportion to our capacity of feeling sadness and grief and despair. Not to wallow, not to like pity party, but to feel it, to let it actually in. And so when I was thinking of this morning, I was like, should I record? I was like, actually, I have so much stuff going on in me. I actually had to stop myself, get off my email get away from my computer, put my phone down, just sit down. I went into the yard with my dog while he barked at the person who had parked their truck in front of my house and was sitting in their truck, just sitting there looking at their phone. I sat there and just felt, felt the swirl of emotions, the, the sadness that the weekend is over, the amazing joy that the weekend brought some of the fears around this work and what does it mean to actually do it and make it sustainable. Some of the uncertainty that's that's before me, just feeling it, not trying to change it. And yeah, at a certain point I had to get up and take the dog in and, and move on with my day. And I can still feel it here, right? And I'm now I'm I'm active, I'm doing something, I've got a thing on my to-do list to do, and so I'm I'm here. The thing is, is the goal of the desire to feel better, it leapfrogs the reality, which is we have things moving through us. And if we choose to barrel through them and pass them, they have to go somewhere and they you know one of the ways that I, what I dealt with is I just kind of pushed it aside. I, I had gotten told to, I got enough messages in my life, enough memos in my life 
to not feel my emotions, to stop crying, to move on, that I learned how to do that. But it all lived in me, and then it manifested as depression. It manifested as inability to control my feelings and emotions, mostly through anger. And to actually feel what's happening became something I didn't understand was even possible, let alone know how to do. But it's actually the answer. See, I see it time and time again. It's not the answer. It doesn't solve everything. Yes, there is a moment where the feeling shifts into something else and we move. There's some sort of motion that happens. I'm hesitant to say like forward motion or progress because all of that stuff I think is tied into these ideas of into these ideas of the kind of con- conventional thinking around what life should look like up and to the right. You know, I always think about that like a like a a chart up and to the right. That's progress. Well, I'm not so sure. What I am sure of is that the only way to actually experience the life that I want to live is to actually feel my life. Example I give, I think I gave this last Tuesday, so you probably hear it if this becomes a recording and I gave it last night. When ideas like looking at a newborn baby, maybe a few months old, in like laying on a blanket, maybe they're on the floor or on a on the couch, laying on a blanket, and watch them. We've all seen this. Everyone's seen this. Little babies just kind of undulating, their bodies kind of in motion, and then maybe all of a sudden they kind of their face starts to pucker a little bit, and they get this look on their face, and they start to cry, and then. The crying kind of tweaks and it slows down and it stops and then their face changes and all of a sudden a big smile comes on their face and maybe they giggle. That's all emotion. That's all energy moving through them. And we all have this. And over the course of our lives as we're, we were all, we were all like that. We were all, (laughs) we were all little babies that were, that were undulating and and as we were as we were growing and aging somebody at some point in time said to us stop crying hold it in don't behave like that for as for for boys right as we're growing into men we get told don't be a girl we always talk about how jeff pereira who was on a few episodes back will say that you know we've we define masculinity in the world today as don't be a girl super super harmful right to at least Women (laughs) to girls, those socialized female, like what kind of message are they hearing? What kind of messages are boys hearing in that? Don't be a girl. Oh, well, what's girls, women? Not great, right? So there's there's a way in which we've learned how to compartmentalize or hold on to our emotions in some way, and it comes out sideways, can anyways. And so... What does it mean to actually just let it emerge as it comes out to feel it, to just let it be there? The power of doing this in a space where you're held by others is unequal. That's one of the reasons that I I so strongly believe in and encourage men's groups is because it's unequal. 
Equal. Making room for ourselves, for our emotions. But all of this requires a, a work. It's hard. This isn't easy, right? It requires us to slow down. It requires us to take time for ourselves, which means we have to find some part of us that feels like it's worth it. I know that was my thing for a long time. I'm not worth it. I hear this again and again and again and again and again. And the guys that I work with, I don't feel like I'm worth it. I'm a bother to my friends. I don't want to be an, um, a burden. I don't want other people to feel like I'm bugging them by asking them to sit down with me and, and be with me while I'm feeling this. Now, <laughs> a lot of those guys, I've been, through, I've been through this as well, will be like, I believe they deserve it. I will sit with my friends. I will be with them. I'll take care of my family. I'll take care of my siblings. I'll take care of my colleagues. I'm there for them. That's great. <laughs> but what about you? What about me? Am I worth it? I haven't met somebody yet who isn't. And that can be tricky because <laughs> it's very easy to get caught up in the you know, the issues we have with others, especially if they're tied to some kind of um, cultural or social thing that's up in the world. And I think you all know what I'm talking about when it comes to things like politics and perspectives on the world. It can get tricky. So what does it mean to begin to look at our lives as worth it? One of the things I'll say at the beginning of men's group a lot is like, hey, take a look at who showed up. Who showed up for you? Look around the room, whether it's on the screen or in the room itself. Last night we were in the room. This weekend we were in the room after three years of being on a screen. Look at the guys who are here with you. Look at the guys who you were here for. You're, they're here for you. You're here for them. And then notice that you can't see yourself in this, right? We don't have a mirror here but include yourself because you showed up for yourself. And that's what it is to actually slow down. So that's, that's a huge step in this. Slow down and feel what's present. Feel what's happening. Make space for it. Allow it to breathe. The allowing of what you're experiencing to breathe will lead to some sort of resolution, some sort of movement. Hesitant to use the word solution, hesitant to use the word fixing, because both of those things imply that there's something wrong that needs fixing, and what's happening is simply the movement of emotions. Those movements of emotions get are tied back to things often. They're tied back to stuff that happens in our childhood, to our upbringing, to our trauma stories, all of that, yes. And yeah, there's stuff we can address, but this isn't about fixing. This is about movement. This is about connecting and making room for. When I started realizing that part of the issue I had was I was judging myself for what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. Holy moly, what a gift to be able to let that go. I'm just feeling what I'm feeling right now. I get that. I get to feel this. It's okay for me to feel this. Does that mean that I, I want to feel it all the time? No, I don't. <laughs> Do I want to feel better? Yeah, of course. 
it feel it feels good to feel better. But when we categorize these things as like feeling good is better and good and not feeling good is bad and negative is something to avoid, is something to change, we we begin to lean in certain directions and we begin to dismiss what's bad and we begin to try to avoid it and we have all kinds of strategies for that. I sure as hell know I do. Something I work on every day is trying to actually allow myself to be with the things that I deem bad, feel them, allow them to be there, and to not do it alone as best as possible. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I have to, or sometimes I just do. (laughs) So what does it mean to actually make the space? What does it mean to actually give room for this? Allow it to just be there without trying to change it and recognizing what your capacity for that is. So if what your capacity for that is, is like, okay, I'm going to be with this feeling for as long as I can. And 10 seconds later, you're like, nope, I got to get back online and fucking distance myself from this. That's okay. Make the intentional choice. Maybe the next time it's 15 seconds. Maybe the next time it's 30 Maybe the next time it's a minute and a half and you call a friend. Maybe the next time it's you call a friend and then it's a minute and a half or five minutes. This is all part of the process. It's growing, it's learning, it's reaching, it's finding our way there, being conscious of the fact that we're ebbing and flowing and growing and changing right as we go. This isn't a thing you need to know how to do right now. There's no reason you would. There's no reason any of us would. We weren't taught this stuff, you know? And, and if we were lucky enough to be raised in a family that that did this and focused on this and, and instilled those skills, that's awesome. I love that. I think it's rare. I think it's pretty damn rare. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. I want to leave it with just the idea of make room, make space for yourself, for what you're feeling. Not alone, as best as possible titrate it, do it at the at at levels that feel okay for you, that feel safe, that feel doable. Don't push yourself too far. This isn't a thing you got to win. This isn't a thing you got to succeed at. You can't do it wrong other than to not do it. I mean, even not doing it though is some form of wisdom. So just take care of yourself in this. And if you want support, feel free to reach out. I'm here for that. I do coaching. I have men's groups. I'm here for that. Okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And don't hesitate to reach out and let me know how this lands for you or what thoughts are on your mind. Don't hesitate to reach out and let me know where what I'm missing or what are, what can, what's confusing. Let me know. Ask me questions. I love being in conversation with you. I love it when I hear from you. And don't forget step zero. You know, if you're listening to this and you're unsure, you can always sign up for step zero. It's on my website, gregorybuflin.com slash step hyphen Z-E-R-O. You can reach me at greg at gregorybuflin.com. I would really enjoy hearing from you. And you can also find me on Instagram at men.connecting. You may or may not be able to find me on TikTok under the same thing. I'm a little embarrassed about that. And, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Gregory B. Flynn. So I'm in places, <laughs> not really on Facebook. I don't, I don't care for Facebook. 
I don't, I don't, I don't care for any of them really, but Facebook least of all. No offense to those who love Facebook. So anyways, please leave a review if that's feeling good for you, if this is feeling good for you, and I'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, take care of yourself. Make some space for yourself. You are worth it. You are you are good. You deserve it. And I will look forward to our next connection. Cheers. Cheers.